From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Today in the studio, we have the winners of our 2014 Classical 89 High School Choir Competition. We do this every year. We invite four choirs. We have them come in, perform two numbers. They choose the one they think they did best. We play that on the air, and we have judges and our listeners pick a winner, and we've got a great winner this year. We have in studio the Mountain View High School Chamber Singers, with conductor Brett Taylor. The Mountain View Chamber Singers perform throughout the year, and they are here 32 strong to sing for us today. Our performance studio is packed with all the energy only 32 high school students could bring, and they're gonna focus it on their music here. Each of our sections of songs are grouped by style or subject. We'll hear some early American tunes, some tunes from New York, some American spirituals, and end with some contemporary choral music. And we're going to hear about a very peculiar choir motto that their director sometimes is known to. Anyway, we'll talk about that in just a minute. So we'll go ahead and get our pitch. And we'll start with the first of these two early American tunes. The first by a composer named William Billings. I love how he was described by his contemporary. They say he was an unusual man of moderate size, short of one leg, without one eye. Still he spake and sung and thought above the common man's abilities. He's regarded as the very first American choral composer, followed by a piece that all I have to say is, Oh, say can you see. Say, can you see by the dawn's early 
is Any Afflicted and the Star-Spangled Banner, two early American songs performed on Highway 89 live by the Mountain View High School Chamber Singers. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Brett Taylor is the director of the Mountain View High School Choirs. He's a graduate of Brigham Young University. He's got a lot of instrumental and vocal background. His love for music and people is evident in his energetic teaching style and his, we can say, exuberant personality. Take my word for it. <laughs> In addition to directing six choirs, Mr. Taylor is also the vocal director for the Fall Musical and supervisor of the MVHS Ultimate Frisbee Club. Okay, more about that in just a minute. Brett Taylor, thank you so much for bringing your choir. We are so excited to be here. Thank you. Congratulations, because we invite the choirs that we hear good stuff about, and then they go through this process, and you guys were the winners, fair and square, so thank you very much. Excited to be here. Thank you. You direct six choirs. That's 250 students. That's a fifth Goodness. of the student body is in a music is in a choir at your school. Is that unusual? Um, for many of the schools in Utah County, that it's not. But I tell my students all the time that across the country, that is very unusual. Uh, so, are you directing music in your sleep? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I find that I, I don't listen to music nearly as much as I think the common American does, because I, I just live with it all day, all day. <laughs> well, so for any choir director, what uh, maybe a high school choir director, what is the biggest challenge on an ongoing basis? Um, you know, the biggest challenge is is, is balance. I'm, I'm a family man. I've got a little two-year-old, and I've got another on the way in the end of May. And uh, the biggest thing is just balance. Um, I love these students, each one of them individually and collectively, and just finding the way to step away from a, a work that I'm so passionate about and, and go back to a family that I'm also more so passionate about. <laughs> so I'm sure my wife is listening. I was be careful. Say, that was really good that you put that in there. She's listening. So my other question about that, though, is for you. Anyone who teaches in a school means a constantly changing cast of character. So yeah. it, how do you plan when you don't know who you're going to have from you know, three years to four years from now? Um, I don't, is the truth. <laughs> um, <laughs> but a little more is, is just that I, I hope. I, 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 train, I try to train the sophomores as best I can, hoping that they will become these folks singing for you today so that... Uh, so I, I just count on their training. I trust okay, their training. Okay, so I went to your website, and I saw that you do various fundraising things, including selling water bottles. Now, is that, is that to the general public, too, or the, can they They're welcome their to. They're Mountain View. Yeah, it's not bottles? even so much a fundraiser as it just is a spirit project. You, know, you want to tell me some of the slogans that are printed on that water bottle? <laughs> well, one of my favorites, and forgive my vulgarity, is, uh, is our Pea Clear, Sing Clear uh, slogan. and that's, Somehow that caught my eye. You know, Funny, funny how, well, the reason. <laughs> and, and that's just because uh, great vocal health. They just need to be very well hydrated. I, c I call them small muscle athletes. Okay, and, and so that's just easier to remember than, right, hydrate. Oh, exactly. <laughs> it, it catches. It's, I promise it you, with you I will never better. forget it. Okay, <laughs> we'll let you take your place now. We're going to hear uh, two pieces that have New York ties. The first one is from a bronze plaque installed in 1903 at the base of the Statue of Liberty. You know this famous poem by a child of Portuguese immigrants, Emma Lazarus. Lazarus. It's called The New Colossus, the poem, but since 1903, it's been there at the foot of the Statue of Liberty. Give me your tired, your poor. Set to music by Irving Berlin. Pianist will be Donna Millard, followed by a great Gershwin tune. Ira wrote the lyrics, George the music, someone to watch over me. Thank you. 
The Mountain View High School Chamber Singers with their director Brett Taylor saying, Give me your tired, your poor, followed by Someone to Watch Over Me, a great Gershwin tune. This is Highway 89 on Classical 89 and Sirius XM 143, BYU Radio. I'm speaking now with McKay Kelly. He is the choir president. McKay, thank you for coming with coming in today. Thank you for having us. And not only are you the choir president, and I have a question about that, but first I want to ask about state Sterling Scholar in vocal performance. Now, if you don't have Sterling Scholar in your state, in our state, that's sort of the big deal. This is a really big deal. Yeah, yeah, it is. A lot of people... <laughs> There, there, there were a lot of people that competed in it, so it was good. So uh, once you get to this, the first, there's a regional level, and then when you went to State Sterling Scholar, what did they have you do when you went into audition for the judges? Um, so they first had me sing a song for them, and then they had about a five-minute interview with me, and that was the whole process. It was over in about 10 minutes. 
And you've got a big portfolio that you've put together of accomplishments, pieces you could. Did you choose right. what you sang, or did they ask you to sing a particular piece? I, I chose what I sang. Very nice. Well, mm -hmm. I got to be one of those judges one year, so oh, I awesome. sort of know the <laughs> ringer they're putting you through. I also yeah. know how bad the judges feel out there going, oh, they're all so good. Congratulations, <laughs> yeah. McKay. Thank you so much. So being choir president, does that mean you have to be the one that never talks during rehearsal? or what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you don't even need to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are your actual duties? Um, so we start class every day by, by stretching and just kind of getting warmed up. And so usually me or Eden will lead us in that. And then I send out reminder texts about uh, activities that we have coming up. I do business every day. So it's pretty fun. So you've obviously done a lot singing solo. Right. What is different for you about when you're singing a solo and when you're with the choir? Uh, what I like about singing in the choir is that you feel like you're a part of something bigger than yourself, and you can. And when you accomplish great things, it feels so good because of the teamwork and just the effort, the group effort that everyone went through to accomplish it. You know, that's not just an educational thing. That's a that's a great building block for life is learning that. Yeah, pretty cool thing. McKay Kelly, the choir president, will let him take his place. We're going to hear. A little bit more music. We're gonna, we, the four we've heard so far are from the U.S. Now we're going to go abroad. We're going to hear a pair of arrangements of a similar text. The first version is Abendlied. This is the German version, uh, written the music by Josef Reinberger. And then, very familiar to lots of us English speakers, we'll hear the very same text, Abide With Me, traditional hymn text arranged by Zabriskie with pianist Donna Millard.
pair of spiritual songs. We just heard Abide With Me, arranged by David Zabriskie. Before that, the same text in German, Abendlied. Josef Reinberger was the arranger of six parts, and that's one that we sort of snuck in. They've been working hard on that, and we thought, let's go for it. So, good job. You know, from great pain sometimes comes great art, great feeling comes forward in that way. And there's an anonymous, we don't know who wrote it, but a piece called Deep River, this African-American spiritual. It got nationally known when in 1929 it was included in Showboat. And Paul Robison was the soloist. His incredible bass voice made it a favorite nationwide. And we'll hear the Mountain View High School chamber choir sing Deep River. That's Deep River, performed live for you by the Mountain View High School Chamber Choir under the direction of Brett Taylor. Eden Cottrell is the vice president of the choir. Eden, thank you for speaking with us. Thank you for having us. Hey, do you remember which piece it was that you all decided on and recorded that was the contest entry? Yes, it was Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, and that was one of our very favorite pieces to perform. <laughs> Obviously didn't fit today. <laughs> no, but, not today. Uh, okay. A couple months too late. <laughs> well, we'd, we could still hope for a Merry Christmas somewhere along the way. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. When you've got a great tradition in a school where the cast of singers is changing every three or four years, a complete new choir, you really depend on having a great director. And you've had one for years. Rosemary Matthews left a great legacy. You worked with her when you were first in school, didn't you? I did. I had her my sophomore year, and then this past year I took private lessons with her. She is amazing. And then you've made this change with Mr. Taylor. So does, does it feel different, or does it just feel like the tradition continues on? You know what? Kind of both. Like, Mrs. Matthews had a great legacy that she left, but also Mr. Taylor has brought so much new energy and new life into this program. It feels like good old Mountain View. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Ancient years ago, when, when we were still riding dinosaurs around, I made it into my high school chamber choir. But I didn't know I was waiting to see the list. And what happened was, early in the morning, I was kidnapped with a pillowcase over my head. And I didn't know if I was living or dying or what was going on. And then I... I, was, I heard a whole bunch of people's feet shuffling around. I thought, oh, it's a slave labor camp. That's <laughs> and actually, it was sort of like that. You know, you really concentrate. But the, the, the hoods were taking off our, our heads, and there were some candles around. And then we suddenly were heard glorious singing. And that's how oh. we found out. How do you find out if you're in the Mountain View Chamber Choir? You know, something kind of similar. Um, so the week after auditions, we hold callbacks for chamber. And um, after that, that weekend, we, it's been kind of a tradition now, so we kind of expect it. So there are some, the past year's chamber members will, some, will kidnap the new chamber members early in the morning. I personally got jumped on, then got blindfolded, and then had people driving crazily to another person's house. It was, it was an but, adventure. But you had an inkling. Yes. Okay, good. Because I, I always thought it was strange that my mom and dad, with all the noise, didn't seem to care that I was being dragged, dragged from the home. Well, with me, four of my siblings also went through the same thing. So, okay. so you had a clue. A little bit of a clue. And, and from your time singing uh, with the choir, do you have an overall piece or, or a, a larger work that, that you love best of all? You know, personally, I really love our Whitaker piece, which we'll be hearing later. Oh, it's good. a yeah. piece that we've been that we've grown together so much with, and we've had to really develop our own personal strengths as well as strengths within our sections and within the choir as a whole. So, yeah, he's known for not caring that much about being sure that there's just four beats in every measure or just four <laughs> parts or something like that. Beautiful piece coming up. Uh, thank you, Eden. We'll let you take your place. We are going to hear two pieces by contemporary composers. The very first one, a Utah composer, Kurt Besser, a beautiful piece that he wrote after spending time uh, in Yugoslavia when there was a Yugoslavia. This was his Prayer of the Children, which is known internationally. I'm sure you recognize this. And then it will be followed by uh, an Eric Whitaker piece that he took uh, one of three songs of faith, poems by E.E. E. Cummings for this hope, faith, life, love. So here are these two pieces by contemporary American composers.
Two pieces by American contemporary composers. That's Hope, Faith, Life, Love, and Prayer of the Children. We've just heard that sung by the Mountain View High School Chamber Singers from Orem, Utah. They're the winners of Classical 89's 2014 High School Choir Competition. Their director is Brett Taylor. They were accompanied by Donna Millard. And you can learn more about their choral program at Mountain View's uh, website. You can also perhaps check out one of those interesting... I think the motto was hydrate, something like that. One of those water bottles, mvhschoir.weebly.com. Brett Taylor, thank you for coming and bringing your choir. We, thank you so much. It's been terrific sharing music with you today. It's been great. And congratulations again for, for being our 2014 winner. Thank we you. love to hear from you, our listeners. We welcome your comments and questions by email to highway89 at byu.edu. And our Twitter and Instagram accounts are at byuh89. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite, our student assistant, Abby Horlocker, and the show's producer is Jackie Tataishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening. <laughs>